Welcome to the Party with Lance podcast. Starting the party in three, two, one. Here we go. Yeah. Welcome back to the Party with Lance podcast. It's me, Lance, the host of the pod, per use, per always. No one says per always. Per use, per always. Per right now, I guess. So, welcome back. Thanks for listening, as always. And if you like the podcast, if you want to rate or review it on iTunes, that would be the most rad. Uh, also, shows coming up in New York City, as I've been saying, I'm mainly here for a while, so I'll be putting uh, most of the shows when I remember or feel up to it. I put them on social media stuff. Again, that's at Party with Lance. And if you're uh, not on any of those, if you want to follow those, that's where some other stuff goes, as uh, of course, because that's the internet world that we live in today. So Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook page, at Party with Lance. Also, uh, I don't talk about this much, but I have a Patreon account as well. And if you'd like to throw some dollars there, um, the money will go to getting some new equipment for the podcast. You're always trying to make this thing a little better. Sound a little smoother, so that's patreon.com, I believe, slash party with Lance. So if you want to do that, that's also cool. Um, so that's it. Let's see. This, uh, I guess what's first on my mind is uh, maybe this coronavirus. Um, I guess it's, you know, it's spreading more throughout the world, so it's becoming a little a little scarier, uh, but it's still not even close to the number of flu uh, flu numbers, and people are saying that's the one that we really need to be worried about, so... Um, but still, I mean, here's what's crazy about the, uh, I guess it started, everyone knows now, right? Like Wuhan is where it started. Um, Wuhan, China. Here's what's crazy about how big the world is. I never heard of Wuhan before. Um, maybe other people have. I never heard of Wuhan before. Then I looked it up to check it out. I think it, what is it? Is it 11 million people live there? Dude, that's crazy. That's how big the world is. A town I never even heard. I'm 36. I never heard of Wuhan, China. And 11 million people there. I live in New York City, and I believe, depending on how you categorize it, whether it's like Manhattan or uh, the five boroughs or the tri-state area or, or um, the metro New York area, it's 8 million or 10 million or 12 million or 21 million. Or so. I, I don't know, whatever, our, depending on how far you count the range of city. But I know Manhattan's like 8 or 9, or, or the boroughs like 8 or 9, maybe it's Manhattan, 8 or 9 million, and Wuhan's 11 million. And I never even heard of it? Dude, that's bananas. Then my girlfriend and I, my girlfriend and I were looking up uh like the list. You can just go to Wikipedia, right? Like world's biggest cities. Dude, New York is like 30 something on the list, maybe even farther. It, again, it depends on how you categorize it, because some of it's like by land area or like condensed in in city itself, or like not just city, but like metropolitan areas. Like DC, I know. I used to live in DC. DC, right? Also, depending how you uh, categorize it might also be parts of Maryland, parts of Virginia, you know, so it just depends on how, what, what you're going to, because even like in D.C., like Virginia's right across the river and like tons of people live there. So it's like, do you add that or not? So I don't know. Anyway, it's crazy. What, what blew my mind about that is how many places in the world there are that like I don't even know about. And there's like, there's so many... That, that was, like, shocking to me. When we looked at this list of all these biggest... Just Google it if you want, or, or Wikipedia, list of world's biggest cities. Uh, uh, at least I was. Maybe you will be as well. I don't know what your geographic knowledge is. 
dude, I was blown away at all these cities I never heard of or knew very, very little about. And there's like 10 million people there, 12 million people there. It's like, dude, that's mind boggling to me. I, I just can never get over that, how big the world is. And, and I, I said it kind of before, I like it because we get so bogged down in our head about like my dumb little problems. And it's, dude, there's 11 million people in Wuhan. I didn't even know we're there. And now it's like this whole thing's affecting all of us, right? So it's just like whatever problems you got, dude, the world, you know, that you got to take that big, the big approach because like there's so much more going on, my God, than just whatever dumb little thing we got in our head. So that was... That was quite interesting to me to check that out. So uh, also the Corona thing, you know, it's it's kind of scary, but uh, what can you do? I don't know. You just live your life. Here's what's interesting about news. Just a lot of week, a lot of news this week that a um, little little lot going on, right? Got the Wuhan stuff. Remember a couple. So now people are worried about the uh, I shouldn't say Wuhan stuff. The coronavirus, I guess. People are worried because it started in Wuhan, right? Um, people were about a coronavirus. Remember, like just like two or three weeks ago, we were worried about being uh, like all this stuff with with Iran, Iraq, right? Like like the bombing and stuff. Like that was just a, like literally two three weeks ago, and that's already like gone in our heads. And now we're on to coronavirus. It's like there's always something to be worried about. There's always something to be worried about. So I don't even I don't even really stress it because like what can I do about that? I don't know what I can do about the coronavirus. I don't know what I can do about the the Middle East situation. Uh, but it's just crazy how, like, every couple weeks there's a new thing that now we got to worry about. There's that that happened. Also, uh, we had Kobe Bryant uh, pass away. That was a huge thing. And everybody else who passed away with them in that accident, that that was a big news shocker. And I just talked about Kobe Bryant last week. I mentioned him on the podcast. That's what's crazy. Man, um, uh, and then you got the impeachment stuff going on. That's a whole nother bag of worms uh, to follow. Then the Grammys were happening about the same time. And now, also, uh, this is January 31st when I'm recording this. Brexit's going on. I, th- I think. I don't really follow that that much. I think Brexit is supposed to happen today or something. I could be vastly far off on that. But, dude, so much news is happening. And that's just this week. That's just this week. What's crazy about it is that I don't know how anyone is supposed to keep up with any of this stuff, dude. It's like, this, I don't think it's, this is why I don't think the internet is good for our brain. Back in the day, you wouldn't be privy to this much information. I keep talking about this book, Sapiens, that I'm reading about human history and whatnot. And, and it's like, people used to just live like in these villages, and that was it. That's who they hung out with. That's where they got their their information. And they're sure there were things, but like, dude, now because of phones and the internet and the, how quick we get information... If something happens in, uh, I don't know, name anywhere, Cairo right now, I'm going to find out about it on my phone literally in 30 seconds from now because it's going to be on, on CNN.com. It's going to be wherever your news source is. Facebook, uh, you know, might be Fox News, might be, there's a, there's a plethora of sites, right? In your phone, you can see our Twitter is going to explode with whatever the hot thing is. There's too much information. This is just this week. It's amazing. In, dude, of course nobody can feel good or, or relaxed. The constant stream of information, even when you're sleeping, the other half of the world is up and things are happening that then affect over here, like the coronavirus. Now it's everywhere. And that's just that. There's everything affects everything. And 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 it's uh, the world has always been that way. That's what's crazy. Well, I guess more it affects more now than ever just because of travel. So, uh, I guess, easily accessible. And I mean, you can fly around the world in like a couple of days, right? I don't know. I don't ever do big international flights like that. But like, it's not... You can get anywhere in like a day's time in the whole planet, I think, you know, uh, or something like that. So, and then the internet, uh, the flow of information on the internet, there's so much of that 
that I don't think our brains are supposed to have that much. Like back in the day, if you lived in a little village, that was it. You was in the village, and then that was the information. You didn't know what was going on, like this book Sapiens I'm reading. Like if you were in Africa, you didn't know what was going on in North America or Australia because there was no communication. That's just like what was happening, where you were was what was happening. Also, we have more people now too, right? But stuff's always been happening, but now we have, we're too privy. To, is that the word? We're too privy to all the information. There's just too much information. No one is supposed to hold all that in our heads. And it's overwhelming when you look at just this week. Uh, coronavirus, the Iran thing two weeks ago, if that's still on your mind. And it, it, maybe it should be. I don't know. Um, Kobe Bryant stuff, impeachment stuff, the Grammys, Brexit. And then I'm just listening to a few. I'm not even listening to a good chunk of what... Forget about your personal life. This is just stuff we're reading right here. So... I think the internet as a whole is a pretty big negative. Uh, I know that's how you're consuming this podcast. I don't know how else you'd be, uh, you know, maybe you're consuming it some other way, which would be mind-boggling to me. But there probably is a way you can, you can consume this podcast other than the internet. I just don't know about it. I don't know. I don't, uh, but I think the internet has, overall, I think the world was a much better place before the internet. I don't think it has really, sure, there are benefits. Sure, we can connect and we can get information and we can learn and we can... I guess we can, uh, you know, there's people will argue that there's like good social things to it, right? Like, um, I guess more awareness for certain problems. Oh, that's great. Yes. But I think the overflow of information, the stressed outness, hear it in my voice. I'm, I'm shouting, yelling into this thing to make this interesting because I know people are going to listen to it. You're listening to it on the internet. So it, the internet has caused more stress, I think. And, and um, you know, people might not back me on this just because they, they think it has so many other good positives, and, I, and there are positives. But I think overall, look, the world was fine 50 years ago without the internet. Sure, there were problems. I'm not going to say it was a perfect world by any means. But, I, but people were living. They were going about their thing. They were going about, you know. Um, so I think the internet, I wonder if we just killed the internet right now. If we just got rid of the internet, what would happen if, like, it all just shut down? Which also, I was thinking about the coronavirus um, you know, I was saying like, what if this is the thing that wipes everyone out? Although it's still not even as big as flu, flu yet, right? But it is growing, it seems like. What if it wipes out the whole human race? And I was like, maybe that's the way to go. Maybe the way to go is that we all just get wiped out at the exact same time, you know? Because if we, if we all get wiped out at the exact same time, then there's like, you don't feel bad about it, right? You're like, well, we all just are now gone together. And then here's the thing, what if, if the whole world wiped out, would you even want to be left here? Like... Maybe the way to go is there's if everyone's wiped out, there's nothing to be here for, right? So maybe the, maybe to, maybe that is the way is to have us all just go at the same time. You know, it reminds me a little bit of this show, uh, Walking Dead. I like that show, but it's like you know that show maybe kind of wrestles a little bit with like, is there anything left here? You know, like so if coronavirus took all of us out together, would it be the worst thing that ever happened? You know, I don't know. Maybe that's the way to go. It's like. And then maybe we all go to the next place, wherever that is. You know, I hope there's a heaven. I believe there is, you know. Uh, you know, everyone's got their own. I'm, I'm hopeful that there is, you know. But maybe we all go to the next place and we're like, well, I don't know. Man, uh, so that's all I got there, I guess. Um, let's say this. I want to talk about, I was on the elevator earlier today and I passed someone that had uh, like a, a leg thing. Uh, let's just say, I don't know if it's, oh, they had leg surgery, so they were on crutches. Um, and it reminded me of when I broke my leg. I broke my leg playing soccer maybe, uh, I don't know, six years ago, seven years ago. And breaking my leg, I got to say this, uh, I was singing with this, with this person I saw on the elevator with their leg. Breaking my leg was one of the best things that ever happened to me for a few reasons, and I'll break them down here. 
Um, one, because we are all so rushed, what I'm kind of talking about here, dude, we're all rushing every day, all day, right? We pop up, boom, we're off to the races. When you break your leg, there ain't no races. There's like, you can do one thing a day, maybe two max, because it's so hard to get anywhere. Like it's, ex- and plus you're exhausting. If you're crutching around, if that's how you're doing it, cause you, you have a broken leg or a, a leg injury or whatever, dude, you can't, it's so tiring. You can't go anywhere. And it's just like you're slow, so it really slows you down. It's like almost like the universe being like, "Yo, slow down a little bit here," you know. So it, that was a positive. Also, I gotta say this: um, I live in New York, right? And I broke my leg in New York in the summer. And uh, I guess that's people say that was good or bad depending on the weather. Like I, I like the summer, so whatever. But instead of going up and down the stairs in the subway, because I would do that somewhat, but it was really hard to carry your crutches and hobble up and down on one leg up the stairs. And sometimes there's multiple stairs in New York. So what I did was I was riding the bus a lot because it would just stay on ground level, right? You could just get the bus. But the bus is so slow. But when you break your leg, you can't do much anyway. So what I ended up doing with the bus, though, is I sat at bus stops and because it was summertime. I ended up talking to a ton of old people because a lot of old people ride the bus, right? Because maybe they got uh, – maybe they're just old – uh, and they have make knee problems going up and down the stairs or whatever, but I end up talking to a ton of old people, which I don't normally do, I guess. Like I just talk to whoever, but like specifically talking to a bunch of old people sitting at the bus stop. So I got to say that was, and old people got knowledge. Old people got, that's what a lot of young people don't understand. I, I consider myself young to middle, right? I'm 36, right? Like, I don't even understand. We, we take, we take it for granted, like the knowledge that older people, that people older than us have. So Maybe that's something I got to get better into. I need to spend more time around some people uh, who've been through it, you know, um, who maybe have some tips. So that's that. Also, here's it really made me, breaking my leg really made me appreciate my body. Um, Whoever you are, whatever you got going on, it's like, man, I just had a temporary setback for a few months where it was like harder to maybe travel a little bit and do some things. But, But I was getting better. I couldn't even imagine like, you know, there's people in a wheelchair and then even if you're wheelchair, like there's people that are that are like fully handicapped, you know what I mean? Or or like can only move their neck. Or like I have a friend who's uh, paralyzed from the neck down. He can't do is a buddy of mine, I've known him for years, uh, one of the most amazing guys I know. And and because it's you it, it makes you focus on what you do have. So he can't move from the neck down, but he has a brain that's fascinating and the way he's been able to use it and his speech and encourage other people and even just like what he's done is like uh, as much or if not more than like what somebody who's not paralyzed has done. So whatever you when you break your leg, if you just break your leg, what for me at least, it made me appreciate, man, I got fingers, man, I got other feet or, or my other foot or like and then my foot's better. Even now I can do stuff. I can play basketball, I can play soccer, I can go surfing, I can go. These are, I mean, these are, I can work out at the gym. These are about as physical activities as you can get or you're going to do. I can go cycling. Dude, surfing's about as intense as it gets just with your body and, you know, how it moves and whatnot. So, and I can use my foot fine. It hurts a little bit sometimes uh, when I push it a little far but or, or if I really work it out. But I actually like that because it reminds me again of my broken leg and it's, uh, it's like, man, I'm alive. Like, it's not really painful. It's like a little bit of a, it's very, I mean, it's so minor, I can't even tell you. But, um, so that, the appreciation, so whatever you have, even if you, you know, appreciate what you do have, because uh, we take it all for granted all the time. That also, so it slowed me down. And then also, here's a here's a crazy thing that I was not anticipating break when I broke my leg. So you're on crutches, you're going slow, dude. Everywhere, you're winded, you're tired, you got to take breaks. 
I was I remember crutching specifically. I was living in Harlem at the time, and I was crutching to the bus stop from my place to the bus stop. And it was summer, right? I was crutching, and I looked up, and I saw the color of the trees. And I never forget this. They were green. The leaves were so green. And I, what made me remember that, or, or notice that rather, is that because in a normal day you're running, right? We're all running. Everyone's just running to the next thing we got to get done for whatever reason. So I was just crutching the bus stop, and I was going so slow. I looked up, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, that tree is so green!" Because in a normal day, my head's down. I'm on my phone. I'm running. I'm whatever. I'm not stopping to look, but the crutches allow me to actually observe a lot of stuff um, and see things and like things in in ways that I never thought about before. And that makes sense because your vantage point is different, right? It's like if you're in a car going 90 miles an hour, whatever, however fast you're going, right? You can only see so much. But if you are walking, if you drive through a town, let's say this, a small town, you're on an interstate, whatever, a, a highway, you drive through a small town, it's like, whoom, there it was. But if you walk through that small town, you're going to see more. So the tree, I noticed because I was actually at a slower pace. My vantage point, my viewpoint was slower. So I started noticing things. Like, I'll never forget those leaves. Like, I never saw a green like that because I never looked up. So I got to say, breaking my leg, I was just seeing this person in the elevator today made me think about it. Uh, and I was like, oh, I'll talk about that on the podcast, you know, because I'm always looking for ideas. But it made me really, that was one of the best things that ever happened to me. And I would encourage people when those things do happen to, to you, to I guess us, because they all happen, whether you got a surgery, you knocked out for a week or two uh, from even just being like, maybe the flu, hopefully not. You know, whatever it is, you're human, you're going to have those things. It's like, man, the appreciation uh, and actually it can be a good thing. Breaking my leg, I can honestly say, and I've said this before, not even just on the podcast, just in general. Breaking my leg was one of the, the greatest things that ever happened to me uh, due to the reasons I just listed. So, And it's nice to go back and think about that. Again, I think uh, going back is a lot, a lot, of, uh, a lot helpful to, to uh, you know, it's bringing positive to me now. I'm like, man, yeah, those are all great things. So, um, yeah, that's that on that. What else do we got here? Man, I, I hit those topics uh, pretty, pretty good. Oh. I want to say this too. Uh, let's just say this: you got to stop reading comments on anything on the internet. Uh, I was reading. I was watching. Uh, I was watching YouTube. I was watching like a live coronavirus. I'm just like fascinated by that kind of stuff. I've always liked. I've always liked like extreme. Uh, I get glued to T, and I think a lot of us do. That's why the news does what it does. But I, I get very glued to like. Um, things that are like new newsworthy topics, like a, a tornado takes out a place, or like um, you know, horrific accidents or like, and I don't, I, you know, I don't want to be that guy, but I guess that's why the internet, that's, that's why the news is that because we all get, we're like, oh my gosh, we all get into it. And, and it's not good, the stuff that's happening, but it's like, I guess there's always more information and it's, and it's quick. And it's like, um, why was I talking about this? Um, oh, I was reading comments. So I was watching this video on YouTube about coronavirus and in the comments, <laughs> You can't, dude, you can't read the comments of anything, a YouTube video, an Instagram thing, whatever. People just go crazy. And what, what I've noticed, and I'm sure you have too, maybe, I don't know what you're noticing, but maybe you've noticed, I'm sure you've seen, I, I, when I say I'm sure, I don't know, I don't know what you're doing. I hope, maybe, or everyone's brain's different, but I'm, you look at the YouTube's comments and it just immediately turns political. People are like, this is because Obama, and people are like, Trump did this or that. It's like, and then people are like, going back to George Bush, it's like, you could literally be looking at a recipe about how to make, you know, uh, how to make Brussels sprouts. 
and then somebody will write in the comments. Comment number three will be like, uh, you know, Joe Biden such and such. It's like, dude, this has nothing to do with my Brussels sprouts. Uh, so you can't read the comments. Also, it's like, who are these people just writing this shit, you know, like just blabbing off like, I don't know. It's very easy to just write garbage behind your computer, and, you know, hide behind your computer and then go about, and it's it's stupid. So don't read the comments to things. That's what I say. You know, if there's comments to this, don't read them. Now, I'll even endorse it for this. Don't read the, where there are going to be comments. Oh, maybe people comment about this, you know, I guess anywhere, in Instagram, whatever. Don't read the comments. I'll even say that. Fuck it. You know what I mean? Listen to the podcast. If you like it, keep listening. If you don't, don't, you know? You know, do your thing. Also, along with that, let's say some, uh, maybe like a positive thing here, like just because people, the world and society tells you you have to do, the whole, I mean, the whole world is built like at least in America or, or probably, I guess every society is different. It's like, you got to do this, you got to do this, you got to do this. It's like, dude, you don't got to do shit. You really don't have to do anything. The world will, especially, man, if you watch TV or internet videos, like the ads and the, what the world tries to sell us, it's like, you got to do this and you got to get married and you got to have two kids and you got to buy a house and you got to have a job that does that and you got to do this and you got to do, it's like, dude, honestly, you don't got to do any of it. You can literally do whatever you want. And what what's making me think of this is like, I've been watching a ton of, uh, you know what I could have done? I think, did I talk about this on a previous podcast? Something that I could have done in a different life and who knows, maybe I'll do it in a, in a future life. I've been watching some of these uh, tiny uh, or, or like, Tiny house or, or or van conversions on uh, on YouTube. I, I think I could do that. I could live like in a, in a van and like travel around. Like I, I think I did talk about this on our previous one. But dude, and what's great about those van people, and they even say that too. Like in some of those videos, they're like, "We just wanted to do this, and now we're doing it." And I think my friends on uh, on Instagram posted that. I have some friends on Instagram. Uh, their handles the miles we share. Um, great, awesome people, and they're traveling around right now, and they, I think they said, they had a post recently, and it was like, you know, we decide we're going to live by our own thing and not what anyone else, I think that was them, um, but I appreciated that, because it was like, dude, you don't have to live, like, the way the world tells you, you don't have to go do a job you hate, or marry the person you don't want to be with at a certain, by a certain age, or do, you can, I mean, if you want to do all that, fantastic, you know, but, like, you don't have to do it just because society says, and, and that's what these tiny van people, they're kind of just like, fuck the system. And I really appreciate that because they're like, dude, I had a job. I didn't like it. I bought this little van. I turned it. It's got a little bed in the back. And I just travel around with my dog. They all got dogs, right? Uh, and we, and, or it's a couple and they're like, we just travel with our dog and do what we want. And we do a little internet work from, from the van and then go about our day. And we're, do, we're living a great life. So I appreciate the van life because it's like, do what you want, man. You don't have you don't have to do it just because everybody else is doing it. So let's go back to the gym. I've been doing pretty good on the gym. Uh, you know, I wasn't going a few weeks ago because I was sick, but I'm back. I'm back on a, a decent regimen. You know, I go I go twice a week, three days a week. I'm not trying to I'm not trying to go every day. I'm also not trying to be the most jack guy that ever existed. So um, back in the gym a little bit. I gotta say this about the gym. I don't know who's hanging out in the gym. Why people want to go for hours and take it very slow. Dude, I want to get in there, hit 45 minutes. If I can hit an hour, even better, maybe an hour five, and then bounce. I and, and people who are like sitting at a machine and then like so doing like a, a set of a set of reps, whatever, uh, a, a set right of 10 or whatever, 12, 15, whatever you're doing. I don't know. Let's say a set of 15. You do a set of 15, and then now you're sitting at the machine texting. Dude, go fuck yourself. Cause like there's other people want to use that. Like get off and go like. 
you know, I, I was at the gym. There's a machine I wanted to use recently, and there's other ways to do exercises. I'm aware, but like this dude was just sitting texting. Literally, he would do a set and then sit for like probably eight minutes and like text. I get you got to take rest between between uh, between reps or whatever sets, but like he wasn't working out. He was just fucking sitting there, and it's like. Dude, leave so someone else go. If you want to do that, go somewhere else. Like, texting the machine is insane. Also, uh, people who, who... A lot of people are taking, like, videos of themselves at gyms and photos. It's like, I don't really understand that. It's like, same with food photos. I mean, we, I guess we all do it from time to time. Like, I, I don't even... I've posted a few photos of food in the past because I guess it's like... you're just, Everyone's trying to figure out how to work this internet algorithm, right? It's like, I guess I'll post this and see what happens. But to be honest, like, gym photos and food photos, it's like, or, or a video of you working out, it's like, yeah, this is just maintenance. This is just, like, self-maintenance. What are you doing? Like, you're supposed to be taking care of your body. You're supposed to be eating a couple meals a day or more. Like, it's just basic maintenance stuff is like, look at me, I'm living. Now, the question is, are you, maybe the people that post that stuff, and I'm sure people listening might, might post that stuff, is it because they got nothing else going on? I don't know if they got nothing else going on or if it's like, again, maybe they're just posting like, here's my workout, and then some people will like it, I guess. And then I just find it insane that it's like, this is basic maintenance stuff. You know what I mean? Like, I might just start posting videos of me brushing my teeth. Like, brushing my teeth again. Like, you're supposed to brush your teeth, you know? Like, uh, I don't know. I just find that insane that people would spend so much time, like, doing photos and stuff at the gym. And it's a little, a little frustrating to me. So we got that there. I think this is going to be a shorter podcast this week. Um, anything else? Oh, I, I want to say this. I ate at a new barbecue spot in New York City. This was earlier this week. I went to a barbecue spot. I was at an event, and then I went with my buddy uh, Dan Enfield to – he was going to a barbecue place, and he he um, he took me – you know, we went together to it, and, and uh, the place was called Randall's Barbecue, and it is – where is it? Lower East Side? Dude, Unreal. Here's what's great about New York. The barbecue is phenomenal. I never heard about this place, and I eat a lot, a, a fair amount of barbecue in New York. And and even when I travel, barbecue is one of my go-tos. Tacos and barbecue is always my go-to. So, uh, or Mexican food, rather. You know, I like enchiladas and stuff, too. But the, uh, this Randall's Barbecue, i never been to this place, and i never even heard of it, and it was phenomenal barbecue down in the Lower East Side. And it's not even that big of a spot, um, but it was it was unreal. And here's what's great about New York City. This is why you can't get bored of New York. There's so much stuff in New York that you cannot do it all in a lifetime. And, like, in a small town, you can do it all, like, in a couple of days. Like, well, we ate at every restaurant. We went to every store. New York, you literally can't do it all in a lifetime. And that's if it didn't change. And the other thing about New York, it, New York is always changing at a rapid rate. If you if you were in New York, New York, I've been in New York, uh, what, 14 years almost? New York City is a vastly different city than when I moved here 14 years ago. So, and even from five, six years ago, and, and full neighborhoods turnover. So, there's so much change in New York. That's what makes New York interesting. Is like you cannot do it all. There's so much stuff going on here every single day that uh, it, it keeps it fresh, you know. And you and you meet so many kinds of people and so many. I, I don't know. So. Uh, I guess uh, probably a lot of major cities are like that. A lot of major cities, you probably, there's enough turnover. That's why people like them, maybe, because they're interesting. But I got people like everywhere, but, you know, uh, that's why, oh, maybe that's why people stay, well, people stay in small towns or smaller towns for a long time, too. I don't know. 
Um, although I think more people live in cities. Did I see a stat recently? Like the majority of people live in, in big cities or near big cities. Um, I guess that's the way we're headed now. I don't know. So that's that. Oh, also, let's. Um, is there any barbecue I want to shout out? My hometown has a good barbecue. This place, Southern Soul on St. Simons, uh, in, in uh, St. Simons, Georgia. It's it's. I think the last couple years it got rated like number one, and then like it tied for number one in Southern Soul, Southern Living, Southern Living Magazine. So Southern Soul Barbecue, great barbecue. There's another place around there too called Beachcombers that I like. Uh, but I haven't been there in a few years, and I think I heard it change owners or something. But I used to love Beachcombers, and probably still good. I don't know. So barbecue there. Where else have I had good barbecue? I had a good barbecue in Kansas City uh, with my buddy Justin and Brendan. My buddy's there. We had great barbecue. I had a few different barbecue spots there. Um, where else have I had good barbecue? In North Carolina, maybe, years ago? Oh, Austin. I had some good barbecue in Austin. I uh, went down there for uh, a comedy festival years ago. And I, oh, man, I can't remember the name of it. But, like, man, good barbecue is hard to beat. So I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, I think that's it. You know, why not? They don't uh, got to be. This is plenty enough. Uh, thanks for joining. Thanks for checking out the Party with Lance podcast. And uh, I hope everybody has a good week, man. It's a short life. And let's get out there. Be nice to people around us the best we can. And... Um, Start going for it. Let's take some risk. You know, I need to take some risk myself. Um, Yeah, that's it. Have a good week. We'll see you guys next week. Goodbye.